Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> You know very well who you are Don't let them hold you down before the start You had a goal, but nothing been made Cause you're the only one I'll give you good Ladies of Sports to rock your microphones once again. Good evening, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into the show tonight. This is LL Sports 2 with TJ. I am the host, TJ, and it is a sports show for everyone, but we do cater to the novice female sports fans because we are in the business of trying to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. All right. Coming to you each and every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and there are several ways for you to join the show. One, pick up your telephone and dial 347-826-7924. You can also join us at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 or as they will be doing here shortly, Facebook Live, Tina D. Jackson is the name, all right? Don't forget to follow the show. Um, you can go to that homepage again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 Make sure to click on the follow link. Most importantly, make sure to activate your email. Otherwise, your name and number will not be counted. Um, you can also find us in iTunes, all right? Just go to your iTunes account, type in Sports 2 with TJ, and click subscribe, okay? It is just that simple. All right, Uh, let's see, I start off the show with what's on my mind, nothing, um, you know, too, I guess, um, I don't know what's the word I want to use, because I don't want to be disrespectful, Um, we do know that the Queen has died, uh, the Queen of England, so they'll be having her services on Monday, she is laying um, in state until Monday, Um, we've also had uh, some pretty um, very sad. Um, two Cobb County deputy officers um, were ambushed um, here recently last week. Uh, they were just trying to serve a warrant. So one of their funerals was today. Um, so it's kind of really, really sad there. Um, a big turnout, like over a thousand people, attended one of the 
um, deputy's funeral. So um, just a pillar in his community. So we just have to make sure that we keep our police officers in our prayers as much as we, you know, may have issues with um, what's going on with, you know, Black Lives Matter movement and everything, you know, racism and everything that we deal with in this country. We all also have to keep in mind that these officers, um, these fellow men and women of the law, they have their own families that they're trying to get home to at night as well. So um, let's just make sure that we keep all of them in our prayers, all right? Uh, but on a lighter note, next week all of my shows will return back, so I'm very, very excited about that. Um, all of my shows, Chicago, Fire, PD, uh, Med, SVU, uh, Organized Crime, Abbott Elementary. Where are my, all my Abbott Elementary fans? Um, so what shows are you looking forward to coming back um, from the winter, or I should say um, summer hiatus? All right. But what's really on my mind, you already know, it's a sports show, so let's go ahead and get to it. What is on the rundown tonight, week one NFL recap. Say that three times fast because I've been trying to say it fast. I can't do it. <laughs> but we will talk about it. Oh, my goodness, if you missed the games in week one, ooh, what are they doing to us? They have made us wait six months, but ooh, wait no longer do we have to do. So, of course, week one, NFL recap. Lamar Jackson, he declined the Ravens' offer. We will talk about that. Um, some breaking news here. Brett Favre named in a welfare fraud scandal. Oh, we definitely have to talk about that. Of course, give our week two game picks. NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes. Wednesday, Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment. You already know what it is. It's Wednesday night, so it's a jam-packed show for you. Oh, yes. So let's go ahead. We'll jump into our first break. The breaks tonight, they are all around um, my favorite hip-hop rap artist of all time. There's a debate. I know West Coast, East Coast, um, Dirty South, whatever your fancy, your preference, your liking is. But he is and always will be my all-time favorite um, rap hip-hop artist. And we lost him. Ooh, 1996. So how long was that? 26 years ago on yesterday? Um, You know, I'm not good at math, so discount 2022 from 1996, okay? But that's when we lost him, um, September 13th. So we'll go ahead, jump into our first breaks, and then on the outside of that, we'll bring in the ladies because it's time to talk sports. Oh, yes, football season is back Can you feel it? Oh, I hope you can because we're going to feel it tonight. We're going to jump into our first break, and we'll be right back. Ladies Love Sports 2 with TJ. California. Serving 
queen I've been in the game for 10 years making rap tunes Ever since honeys was wearing tattoos Now it's 95 and they clock me and watch me diamond shining Looking like a Rob Liberace It's all good from Diego to the Bay Your city is the bomb if your city making pay Throw up a finger if you feel the same way Straight putting it down for California, yeah Trying out some new filters 
on the phone, you know, I'm going to stop experimenting one of these days. So I hope you can see me. All I see is a cloud of hearts, and it looks like snow is falling. So and nowhere is, uh, near is it snow time, but, um, you know, it is show time, though. Uh-oh, I'm, I'm on the roll. Okay, <laughs> let's go ahead. <laughs> we are going to jump to the phone lines and bring the ladies of this show in. It is, once again, the triple threat in the house tonight. Which triple threat do you ask? Well, let me go ahead and tell you. It is TJ. It is Aunt Lou. It is Janelle in the house tonight. Ladies. Can y'all hear me? Yes, Loud ma'am. and clear. Oh, well, that's good. How y'all lovely ladies doing tonight? It is oh, it, 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 the, the season is here. It is week one. We we have we have one week down in the books, ladies. Okay, and, and I have to ask: Were y'all able to catch um, any games other than your own? Let me let me just ask that. Yes. Yes. Yes, it was. I, I called two total. So, of course, you know, we're going to do the recap. Now, I'm not going to go into detail of, on all of the games, but there are there's just some that, you know, we I just have to dive into and, and get you ladies' opinions on it. But shout-out to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Dale, I see you in the house, our resident Raider fan. Rashad, what's going on with you, my friend Miriam? Thank you so much. Frederick, what's going on? My Auntie Kim in the house of course you already know my mama denise green is holding down the fort for your girl Vaughn, what's going on i see you in the house tonight so y'all hit me up what's up reginald man it was a monsoon oh my reginald did you go to chicago for all my, my fans that went uh, my 49er fans who went to chicago please tell me if you went did you go to the game um did you have fun? Was it just the most miserable thing ever? I, I want to know each and everything, okay? Uh, but also, I posed the question earlier tonight, too, uh, because we are coming out of our hiatus for all of our uh, TV shows, any TV shows that you guys are happy and ready to see. One, mine is Abbott's Elementary. I'm absolutely in love with that show. Um, so real quick, ladies, before we get into sports, do y'all watch Abbott's Elementary? No, ma'am. No. It's so funny. It it really is funny. Uh, it's a good it's a good escape from all of the stuff that we deal with in reality and life and you know all the bad stuff. And it's just some really good clean comedy. So if y'all get a get a chance, check it out. It's going to be on Wednesday nights. Um, unfortunately, this this season, um, at 8 p.m. So DVR, mine will be working. Okay, ladies, let's go ahead and jump into it. I, I, without further ado. Thursday night, I think Thursday night just set the tone. Not to say that it was a good game, but it just showed you when a team is on a mission, oh, my goodness, watch out. Okay, Bills, Rams, Thursday night football, it was a close game, I want to say, probably at halftime. And then the Buffalo Bills said, we are not going to be playing around anymore. They beat down the Rams, 31-10. Allen, 26-31, 297 yards, three touchdowns. He did have two interceptions. Uh, he had 56 rush yards off of 10 rushes. Um, Diggs, Stephon Diggs, 122 yards off of eight receptions. He had a touchdown. Von Miller, uh, he, it was his 
the Buffalo debut, he had two sacks. Um, the Bills' defense overall, seven sacks. That tied second most in a game under the Sean McDermott era. Um, they outscored the Rams 21 to nothing in the second half. Josh Allen, um, his seventh career game with three-plus passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown, the second-largest win versus the defending Super Bowl champions in a season opener um, for the Rams. Just uh, mediocrity at its finest. Um, Stafford, he was 29-41, 240 yards, a touchdown, three interceptions. He was sacked seven times. This was the first season opening loss under Sean McVay. He won, um, before this, he was 5-0. and um, and just like I said, just a beat down. So, ladies, uh, first off, did you get a chance to watch the game Thursday night? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, so I'm going to pose the question. You can talk about, you know, just your overall thoughts of the game, um, but I, I want to pose a question to you. And you know how we do Monday, Monday, um, mon- Monday morning quarterbacking, so this is Wednesday night quarterbacking. Um, but – is it uh, an overreaction to the Bills' lopsided win? That's like question 1A. But 1B is, was this really, really good Bills or really, really bad Rams? Um, but And also just your overall thoughts on the game. A. Lou, we'll have you kick that off. Uh, I think that it was uh, good Bills. Bills are kind of looking good there. Can you all hear me? The first question. I'm going to answer the second question because the first question, I'm still trying to figure that one out. Um, you can tell me later. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Uh, the Bills were playing. They were playing like, like they, they wanted something. That's your mama uh, sending me a video. <laughs> And so, uh, so they they played uh, the Rams. I just don't think they was ready. They thought that probably you know we won the Super Bowl, so our performance is still gonna be the same. You know, the people do. They just kind of let their hair down, and you know, and and just wasn't expecting. I don't think they, I just think they figured they was gonna beat the Bills. But Lord knows the Bills came in and they they did what they had to do. What was the first question now? Is it like a should there be an overreaction to the lopsided? win, you know, how everybody's like, oh, you know, the the Rams got beat down, you know, so is it, um, is, is it, what's my question, um, the, uh, should there be an overreaction to the, to how lopsided it was, or is it just chalk it up to game one? I guess we can chalk it up to game one, but, 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 I mean, but you would have, you wouldn't have thought that they would have beat them like that, especially, you know, the, the, the defending, uh, you know, the winning Super Bowl champions. I mean, come on, people. I just don't know. It, it, it turned me around because, you know, I voted for the Rams. I just knew they would win, and I, was, I lost it. <laughs> I, I know. I'm, I'm telling you, it was, uh, but I had a feeling. That if the Bills were, if they were focused this year, they should have come out and and won the game. But I'm gonna save my I'm gonna save my comments for after for when Janelle goes as far as the overreaction. Um, but Janelle, what do you think? Uh, is it an overreaction to the lopsided win? Um, and was it really really good Bills or just really really bad Rams? Um. I'm not gonna say it was an overreaction to to the to the game uh, to them to to them losing. Um, I will say that you can tell um, the difference in that defense definitely with Von Miller being gone. Um, 
they're they're missing some pieces. I think that they're going to make some adjustments. Um, obviously, I think that they they just I don't want to say assume, but they they had they were overconfident in the fact that they were going to win, especially since they haven't lost an opener under the current coach. So I I, I figured that you know they were they were a bit complacent. But to answer your second question. The Bills were on it. I think that the addition of Von Miller for them was just what they needed on the defensive side to get them over the hump. Josh um, Allen came out there and and started right back where he left off. Um, the, he just he I honestly believe that um, they looked superb out there. They really did. I think that this is. Um, this is going to get them exactly where they need in order to um, to trump their rivals, get back to um, Super Bowl contention. I really do. This is the, it was a real, it was a really good game. It just I, I just feel like um, there was on both sides there was uh, you can see with the additions and the the moving parts that happened during the off season what a difference it actually made. Totally agree. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. Um, real quick, Reginald, you said you you were there. Did you stay for the whole game? That's one question that I need to know. And then two, um, give me your overall thoughts on what you thought of how the Forty ers performed. Uh, Frederick says, no overreaction. The Bills are really good. They'll beat them again if they had to play a second time. I am in total agreement. I think that the Bills are really, really good. I think anybody that is on the Bills' schedule this year should be on alert. The Bills have have put the NFL on notice. They are here. They are, I don't know if they're listening to all of the pundits and analysts, you know, expecting them to be in the Super Bowl, um, but I believe that the Buffalo Bills believe that they should and will be in the Super Bowl this year. I think whoever they play this season, it is going to be similar to the outing that we saw on Thursday night. I don't think that the Rams will be as bad as what they showed on Thursday night. Um, I agree with you, Janelle, the, having the 5-0 and record in season openers. I think that kind of makes you a little lackadaisical. I think coming out as the Super Bowl champions. But I think – I don't know really if you couldn't expect them to come out a little flat in the first quarter. I mean, I don't know too many Super Bowl champs and, you know, NBA champs who come out and just – because, you know, you have the ceremony, you have all of that emotion going on. Um, So I I don't think it's too, you know, far, far off for teams to be just a little flat when they start off a game after winning a championship. But with that being said – the Buffalo Bills came to play. Um, I believe each time that there was a sack, it was a different uh, defender from the Buffalo Bills. There was not one um, person on the Bills that was just taking over the team, whereas on the flip side for the Rams, it just seemed like it was the Matthew Stafford Cooper Cup show. Do you do you ladies agree? It's like Matt Stafford. Can you find anybody else than Cooper Cup to to get you some yards, to get you some to, to get in the end zone, or to to get some momentum for the offense? Ladies, do you do you agree with that assessment? 
I agree, but the thing is about the thing about it is that there um, nobody else was trying to give him anything. Cooper Cup was the only one that was keeping catching or actually catching the balls that he was throwing to them. I mean, it was crazy. Um, the one thing that that I absolutely love about um, uh, uh, that I love about Josh Allen that's different with Matt Stafford is the fact that Josh Allen has a, he has a, he has short term memory disease for real. He would throw and he would throw an interception and come right out and hit you with a, a twenty yard a twenty yard hit just like that. I, I mean, he I love that. And Matt Stafford seems to get bogged down into into when there's a mistake made, continuing on with those mistakes. I I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you there. And let me ask you this: Do you feel like that shoulder injury that Stafford is you know, that he was experiencing towards the end of last year. Do you think he's still suffering some remnants from that? Because I don't necessarily think he looked 100% healthy. Yeah, he looked a little tight. He he definitely looked, he was short throwing balls. It was, it was a lot going on with him. But he needs, he, he needs to have a conversation with his receivers because when I tell you that, I was just, I, I was stunned. I, I really was. I didn't expect for them to look that bad. I knew they weren't going to be, you know, the Super Bowl team that we had saw last year. But I, I just, I, I really, I really just was stunned because they they couldn't keep the ball in their hands. It was just crazy the nonsense that was going on. It was a good game, though. Hey, Lou, any thoughts? Um, do you have any any comments on um, how Stafford looked? Do you think he looked a little uh, uh, still in? Yeah, yeah, he was. He looked bad, but he he didn't look that great. But it's like, but the still, I didn't think that it would be, um, you know, that like J- 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 Janelle said. It's just, it was kind of a little humiliating, just a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, I just I just think that um, you know they could have uh, did better. They could have. Let's see the Bills, like she said, they was on a mission and they came out there. Mission was not impossible for them. That is definitely true. Thank you, Alfonso, for tuning in to the show tonight. Welcome to the show. Um, yes, they were definitely on a mission. Um, and then the the story broke on Aaron Donald how he was just um, a Rams throw, so to speak, away from retiring. You know, he wasn't going to want to be traded or anything. He was really willing to walk away from, from the game. Um, but the Los Angeles Rams, they never turned in his paperwork. Luckily, I guess, I don't know if it's lucky for him or not, but I don't know. I don't, ladies, first of all, did you hear um, that story that, that came out on Thursday night? No. Okay. Hey, Lou, did you hear it? I hear what, baby doll? The story about Aaron Donald having submitted his retirement papers. No, I didn't hear that now. No, I sure didn't. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it was <laughs> the, the story broke on at Thursday night, but like shortly, I mean, well, yeah, shortly before kickoff, they're saying that um, Aaron Donald, he actually submitted his retirement papers. He submitted it to the Rams, um, but the Rams, they kind of held on to it for a day or so, um, just, you know, hoping that they would be able to start, spark up talks with Aaron Donald, and as, of course, we all see that that did happen. Um, you know, talks started moving in the right direction, and then, of course, the Rams never submitted the um, 
submitted the paperwork because they eventually reached the extension, um, actually adding, you know, more money to his time but not having to add um, add any more years to the time. So it got you kind of wondering, like, okay, is Aaron Donald, is he really here? I mean, he had one sack, but that's about it. Um, he was pretty much kept in check, I think, by the um, – by the the Buffalo Bills um, offensive line, um, and and Josh Allen being able to just you know move and get rid of the ball. But one thing I must say with Josh Allen, I commend him that that uh, touchdown that he had when he pretty much just bowled over the defenders and, and reached over and and scored the touchdown. But I hope that he is careful because as a runner, you leave yourself wide open. And the one thing I don't want to happen is for Josh Allen to go out, you know, with an injury this year. But so it's like on one hand, it's like I love to see him play because his athleticism is off the chains. But I just don't want to have him put himself in a position where he could get um, – where somebody's going to light him up. Because as a runner, oh, you are fair game. And uh, they're going to be coming for you, Josh. Full barrel. Um, any any thoughts on, uh, like I said, just that, that awesome touchdown that he scored, but, again, just leaving himself open to, you know, potential for massive hits? No, ma'am, no I agree. no I agree with you 100%. That made me nervous. I, I like you. I'd like to see him when he, you know, when he, when he gets moving like that, but it makes me nervous because, first off, he's so little. And and the one thing that people love to do is is when the um, quarterback becomes a runner, they love to attack them. That's that's the only time they get a chance to actually truly um, be rough with them the way that they are with other players. And I just it makes me nervous for him. Yeah, I don't know if I can agree with you that he's little, Janelle. He's standing about what six three two, a solid two forty. I, he just for me he looks a lot smaller than other than other quarterbacks. When you compare him to other quarterbacks, he just looks so little to me. Hmm. Okay. Little is Kyler Murray. To me, Josh Allen is a giant. He's like one step under Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> I don't mean when I say um, when I say little, I don't mean in height. I mean his his physique. He okay. just he just looks really thin to me. Well, hopefully, like I said, he's going. <laughs> Buffalo Bills are going to be fun to watch, and anybody who has them on their schedule, they they're coming. Just just be beware, okay? They're coming. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. All right, so let's go ahead and get through um, some of these games here. So the Patriots they fell to the Dolphins. Uh, seven. Uh, I'm sorry, the Dolphins beat the Patriots twenty to seven. Um, I was a little. Um, skeptical because I did pick the Dolphins. Um, I was only skeptical skeptical because they have a new coaching regime. I didn't know if they would kind of pick up where the the old Dolphins, you know, kind of fell off. But they did because they pretty much manhandled um, the Patriots, especially uh, with the addition of Tyreek Hill. But he only had eight receptions for 94 yards. Um, But for the Patriots, they have a little uh, question with their quarterback, Mac Jones, because they say that he is suffering from a back, um, some type of back injury. So 
we don't know how he if he'll be playing. They're saying that he's going to be playing um, this week against the Steelers, but we'll have to see um, you know how he looks. But for Belichick, this is his first time losing four straight uh, game one appearances as a New England coach. All right, then we had the Ravens beating the Jets. Uh, Ravens twenty four, Jets nine. Um, all of Jackson, uh, Lamar Jackson, he was 17 of 30, 213 yards, three touchdowns, did have one interception, but all three of his touchdowns were 15-plus um, uh, yards. So he threw it more than 15 yards on all of his um, touchdowns. So uh, good news for the Ravens there, uh, like I said, beating the Jets 24-9. to But for the Jets, they have now lost six of their last seven openers. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about Lamar Jackson here in a little bit. Browns and the Panthers, this was the matchup, the rematch, well, I won't say rematch, but uh, homecoming, so to speak, for Baker Mayfield. Uh, but the Browns, they took the game, beating the Panthers 26-24. to um, Jacoby Brissett, 18 of 34, 147 yards, a touchdown. Uh, the two, two running back um, two-headed monster for the Browns. Hunt had 11 uh, rushes, 46 yards, and 70 scrimmage yards for two touchdowns. One of those was a receiving. Um, And then uh, Nick Chubb, 22 rushes, uh, had 141 yards off of his 22 22 rushes. And for the Browns, um, they were able to win the game with a 58-yard field goal with eight seconds left. This was the first game one win for the Cleveland Browns since 2004. It's been a long time. Should have chest you. Anyway, but uh, for Baker Mayfield, he was 16 of 27, 235 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and he did have one rushing touchdown. The team trailed 20 to 7 um, in the fourth quarter, but they were able to make it a game, but again, the Browns kind of, they pulled it out at the last second. Um, ladies, any overall thoughts, though, on the Browns-Panthers game and the Panthers falling, um, you know, at the last second? No, ma'am. Nah, I was hoping that Baker Mayfield was going to do better than what he did, but he's still Baker Mayfield, so. <laughs> right, and one thing, um, when because when I go over the the um, you know the stats here for all of the games, the one thing I was really surprised with um, from the Panthers side, running back um, Christian McCaffrey. He only had 33 yards off of 10 rushes, and then he only had 24 yards off of four receptions. It's like, okay, where was McCaffrey in the offensive um, fixture here? I think that they should have. Um, I think they should have went to McCaffrey a little bit more. I think because the team, and you know, I don't know, but I think the team was trying to rally around Baker Mayfield in hopes of him winning the game. So I think that they put the game on his arm a little bit more than they needed to. You have one of the best premier backs in the league. Use him, you know, run him, um, especially if he's healthy. So, yeah, to have only 33 yards off of 10 rushes for the whole game, um, I think they depended a little bit too much on Baker Mayfield, and I think that's why they lost the game. But we shall see. We shall see. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. It's the triple threat in the house. Um Janelle, Aunt Lou, and TJ. What's going on with your boogeyman? I see you. Yvonne, thank you so much for tuning in. Miss Laverne, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Jay, I see you. DJ King, Arthur, thank you all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Um, 
King Arthur, I'm I'm not going to say he's not ready, not after one game, but we'll talk about it. We'll get to it. Um, Let's see. So let's move on here to the week one recap. Um, The Jags, they fell to the Commanders 22 to 28. Uh, Commanders almost gave this game away. Um, The Lions. I thought they were the same old Lions because the game looked really lopsided up until the fourth quarter. But the Lions came back, uh, but they didn't win, so we might be the same old Lions. I don't know. But that doggone Rodrigo, Malcolm Rodriguez, number 44 for the defensive side of the um, Detroit Lions, he is going to be fun to watch this year. But the Eagles, they did pull it out, um, beating the Lions 38-35. to We had our first um, tie in the 2022 season, the Colts and the Texans, I don't think anybody was expecting this one, but the Colts and the Texans, they, twi- they tied, um, scoring 20 apiece. Um, for quarterback Matt Ryan, he reached 60,000 career passing yards. So shout out to him. I don't know about you ladies, but this might have been the game of the week. Steelers, Bengals, overtime. Steelers put it, nobody wanted to win this game. Let's just say that. I, towards the fourth quarter, I'm, and thank you, NFL Network, for replaying games, I'm telling you, because when your game comes on at the same time that all these other great games come on, you just miss a lot. But thank you to the NFL Network. But shout-out to um, shout out to the Steelers for holding on and, and pulling it out. Um, Bengals, they are in need of a long snapper. Let's talk about it. But, again, it was like who who didn't want the game? Three kicks missed, um, but then the the, the uh, last second touchdown by Chase and, and Burrow at the fourth quarter. Then the missed uh, the missed um, uh, what do you call it uh, field goals. Oh my goodness, this was just a wonderful game. But the Steelers they were able to pull it out, 23 to 20. Boswell he hit a 53 yard field goal as time expired in overtime. Um, like I said, for, for the uh, Cincinnati, Jamar Chase, he had a tying reception touchdown with point uh, with two seconds left in the fourth quarter. But shout-out to Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, my goodness. Sad news for the, for the Steelers. They lost uh, T.J. Watt, but good news, they didn't lose him for the season. But Minka Fitzpatrick, he blocked the, the uh, point after when they scored the last second touchdown in the fourth quarter. I mean, it, it's just so much. So, ladies, just – Talk about the game. Just your thoughts. I only have one thing to say about this game, and you and I talk about this every single season. As a kicker, you have one job, one job. It's not like you running all around the field, doing all these other extra things that like, like all the other players are doing, playing different positions and whatnot. You got one job, kick the ball through the poles. That's the only thing you're supposed to be doing. Please tell me how come, how on earth did you miss that many doggone? I, I, girl, I, I was so frustrated with this game. I really was. I, I was just extremely frustrated. And Joe Burrow, he just, he was another one who frustrated me. It, the whole, I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say about this game. It was just way too much. It was really way too much. But so exciting all at the same time. <laughs> Ain't Lou any thoughts on this game? It was exciting, but it's, 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 I don't know, you know, game one just, this was a, it was, what do you call it, good, just unprediction. I couldn't have, you couldn't have paid me, but I had a feeling when I made these picks that I wasn't going to be doing good. I told you at the top when we were when we were getting ready to do the picks. I said this is the hardest week one that I've ever that ever trying to pick picks. You just didn't know. 
because you, you didn't know what teams, so many moving parts, different parts, um, quarterbacks changing, new quarterbacks, um, whole new coaching regime. So you don't know what, I mean, this was the hardest week one to pick, I think, in, in, in years. So, um, uh, you know. I agree. Yeah, it, it, it I, was hard. I agree. I definitely totally agree. agree. Yeah. But, but for the Bengals, you know, like I said, Janelle, they had a, a new long snapper in in um, for, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Their long snapper went out. So, really, they had one of their backup tight ends. He was the one that was spiking the ball. So, the first one, he, he the spike was too slow. That's how Mika was able to come in and block it for that extra point. And then the other, they were just too high. And you could see it. The man had to reach up to get it, and then he couldn't get the shoelaces. I'm telling you, shoelaces for a kicker is everything you you don't realize how important it is for the ball to be spiked and placed in the exact placement for a kicker because as you can see it can go here there everywhere and above and that's exactly what it did for um for the Bengals. and you could tell towards the end of overtime kicking a field goal wasn't even an option if they weren't going to score a touchdown then so be it. But they they were trying to score a touchdown in order to win that game. Kicking a field goal was no longer an option for them. And um, fortunately for for the for the Steelers, they were able to get it back. And their clutch kicker uh, Boswell, he was there to you know to, to to kick them to victory. And that was a good game though. But you know how we say it. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. You call, press number one, and we bring you right on in. So we have some people who want to talk to us tonight. Let's go to the phone lines. And first up, six seven eight 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 six. You are on with the ladies. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Man, you should know my number by heart now. What's going on with you? <laughs> I just have to be professional. Buddy. Boogie, 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 boogie. What's going on? What's going on? You got to give the people the first name. They might try to figure out the last um, four digits. But, man, let me tell you something about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is like Jason and Freddy Krueger. I don't care how many times you get him or whatever, that joker will not die. He will not die for nothing. He He's coming. Look at the Super Bowl run last year, man. Joe Burrow is something else. He's going to be one of the greatest. And I'm going to get back on to the kicker part. It's not the kicker part. It was the long stopper and the holder part with those kicks. Uh, you got to get that stuff together. Even though, you know, one of them was a backup. But laces out, you already said, laces out is like the main thing they want on the kicker. That laces in to make that ball shank, or you can be – it can go anywhere with it. So uh, it wasn't the kicker fault. It was the long snapper fault for one being too high, and it was the holder's fault for one – being the laces, he's not getting the ball down in time, and the laces not being um, out. So Joe Burrow is a bad, my he's a bad joker. Even though he messed up, Shut your mouth. he ain't never out of a game. He ain't right. never out. But man, right. this, this week right here was like, man, boy, I don't know, man. Yeah, all these games went down to the wire. You got, you got the overtime game, you got the tie game, you got the Falcons doing what the Falcons do. Man, I'm talking about, man, this, this is football. You got Geno giving. Um, putting Russ back in the kitchen, kicking another L for you, um, Russell Wilson fans. Uh-huh, yeah. I already told y'all he get he get those stats since they done took away the identity of the team. He get those stats, but he don't get them W's. He always cooking them L. So hey man, I'm just glad he's back. We went and got we went and took care of Jerry Jones down there. I feel bad for Dak with his problems, man. But hey man, it's good to have football back. I can breathe again. <laughs> Nice well, you come much better, 
that he probably looked for financial security. That's all I got for you. All right. Well, thank you, Dale, for calling in. Okay, ladies, y'all have a good night. Dale, before you go, Dale, before you go, you should actually be ecstatic that you guys have Adams because that he he actually average almost averaged fifteen uh, yards a carry with them hundred forty one yards that he got for y'all on on Sunday. So you guys ought to be ecstatic that you have him because he is going to do some things for y'all. There might have been, he might be gone. I see him on the line, but um, all right. Yeah, I think I think he's gone. But yeah, um, Paul Aaron Rodgers, he um, he he just in, in a world of trouble because that that wide open um, touchdown that was I don't even know what his name is. Yeah, they they gonna have some trouble in the city. But like I said, you call us up and we bring you right on in. Let's see here, six three zero two two nine. You are on with the latest. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. This is your Auntie Karen. <laughs> I had a Hi, feeling Auntie Karen. Auntie Karen. <laughs> hey, yeah, Karen. how you doing? I, you know What's why I'm disgusted. I want to know what the, how did the 49ers let the Bears beat them? Hey, Karen, let me tell you something. It's called a monsoon. Did you see the weather? You you live in Chicago. What was going on with the weather? I think it was a conspiracy. Yeah, that weather was something else, girl, and maybe that it's threw them out, but... I, I just, or either they just figured these the Bears like I did, and we ain't got to worry about them. We gonna beat them, but didn't happen. It was a bad, it was a bad outing, yeah. and everybody who's trying to call for Trey Lance's head, I, I cannot, I can't call that one. Now I will yeah. say this: the Bears had to play in the exact same weather, so I'm not going to use it as an excuse. However, I'm gonna say that the weather played a, a, a significant uh, factor, and the fact yeah. that we didn't have Kittle. So, yes, and we had a lot of turnovers. So we, we beat ourselves. Right. We really did. We right. Did. But anyway, I want you to tell you all I love the show. I love the awesome foursome. And my sister from another mother, Miss Lady D, and I'll be right here waiting for the queen of ly- lyrics, Ain't Lou. And I love <laughs> y'all and have a great night. Thank you. Bless you. All right. You too. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. I love you. Give everybody my love. I sure will, babe. <laughs> Bye-bye. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. You know, Boogeyman said he wasn't going nowhere. He want to come back on. Come on, talk about Aaron Rodgers, Boogeyman. Man, I'm going to just let y'all know this right here. Don't Did y'all see last year, week one, when they played the Saints? They got they only scored three points against the Saints. They got three points. ran yeah. out the building. Right. Aaron Rodgers make every receiver that he played for. He made everybody talking about old boy that went to the Raiders. He was a third-round pick. Aaron Rodgers is the only person in the NFL playing in the last 20 years, the only quarterback to never throw a touchdown to a first-round receiver. So don't worry, Aaron Rodgers, is, he's okay. Them guys will get it together. Because guess what? Aaron Rodgers always put the ball where it needs to be. They just got to catch it. They were missing balls like that the first game last year. And people were talking junk about Aaron Rodgers when during the preseason when he was fast, when he was talking stuff. Oh, he Aaron Rodgers, he don't need to be doing this. But then, okay, that's why he's saying that right now. But if Tom Brady said, 
oh, he got passion. He's this, like that. So they can't stereotype this man and talk about this man and the other man doing it. But Aaron Rodgers is, man, that's the least of my words about is Aaron Rodgers. He's going he gonna to be all right. Look at Jordan Nelson was a household name in, um, in Green Bay. When he, mm-hmm. left, when, he went, when he left Aaron Rodgers, what was he? Nothing. Well, look at Greg Jennings and the other guys. When they left Aaron Rodgers, what did they do? They had to end up retiring because their career couldn't keep up with what Aaron Rodgers was doing with them. So, with that part, man, Aaron Rodgers is okay. No, I, I totally he's, he's agree with you right. that, he, that he's going to be okay, but I will say this, though, Boogeyman. I do see um, a little bit of a difference in Aaron Rodgers only because how vocal he's been. I think there's some things that he's seeing in practice and that he was seeing in training camp, that they are not um, – I don't think they're as disciplined or as um, focused as he would like for them to be. I do believe that there's something going on because he's, he is too vocal about the fact that it's on them. You know, we don't have the people in the right positions or they're not in, you know, where they're supposed to be or they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. I have no problem with Aaron Rodgers. I think he he's going to be just fine. But when you lay up a layup like that, like old boy did, and you just drop it. That's that's um, concentration, and you can't hey, coach that. Levante Adams, Levante Adams did that last year. Levante Adams dropped something like that last year. You know, drops are gonna happen no matter who you is. You can be shoot. Brandon Moss dropped something. Jerry Rice dropped the ball his first his rookie year, and then look what they become. Man, it's, it's gonna be he's gonna be all right. He's gonna get the board together. I I, I guarantee you that. I, I guarantee they're gonna win that division. Some people going on there. Well, you know, it's just it's when whenever you got a quarterback talking to the players like that right there, you know, it's something just get these boys on track and stuff. They're gonna be all right. Right. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Right. Sure. I, I would like for them to fall off the face of the earth, then we wouldn't have to go through them in the playoffs. But it's okay. <laughs> Jay, wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, you gotta you gotta eat, you gotta eat them. You gotta eat what's on your own plate. Them bears. <laughs> Yeah, well, my plate yeah, they, was full on, on, on Sunday, okay? I don't want to hey, talk about they, that. They show, All right, what else you want to talk about? And everything. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about them Bears, and we're going to talk about Justin Fields and Trey Lance. Where everybody want to go out and go, you know, Trey Lance didn't do this. He had some good plays and stuff like that. That's so why you can't just go for that man head after the first game, you know. If he keep on going like that, let's give him three or four games. Don't let him get too behind in the NFC, um, in the NFC West. Now, um, for the the best part of y'all, most of y'all teams lost. So y'all in the same thing. So, you know, okay, you got the Rams got their butt yeah. pulled, y'all lost, and Arizona lost. Yeah, so, who you know, thought that the Seahawks would got... be leading the division? Who thought that? Yeah. Did you, hear that? Game, did, you, game. did you hear that? They at they number one, the Seahawks, without Russell. Mm-hmm. Hey, Gino said he ain't going on that right there. He's waiting for his opportunity. He outplayed he outplayed Russell Wilson. I don't care what nobody say. Gino Gino if he if Gino learned how to step up in the pocket, he would have never got sacked that many times. But other than other than that right there, man, he played lights out. And I wasn't expecting that right there from Gino. I don't Gino think nobody was prove. expecting that. Gino ever since that dude knocked him out when he was with the Jet, I mean with the Jets. Yeah, he had something to prove ever since then. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Totally agree. All right, Boogie. Well, we'll see you uh, back here on your next topic that you want to talk about. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. All right, so let's see. Who did we get through? Uh, we already talked about. Yes, we talked about them. Okay, so we had the Chiefs beating down the Cardinals, 44-21. Anybody thought that um, the Chiefs were going to be missing a beat without Tyreek Hill? Uh, please. They still have Patrick Mahomes, okay? And Patrick Mahomes, they were out to prove a point. Patrick Mahomes threw the ball to each and everybody, I believe, on the on the Kansas City Chiefs. He might even threw it to people on the sideline. I don't know. Come but on, he had baby. Five, Come on. <laughs> five touchdowns. This was his sixth career five-touchdown game, third game with five passing touchdowns, zero interception, and zero sacks. That's the most ever. Talk about an offensive line that came up and showed up for their quarterback on Sunday. This is the eighth straight season opening win for the Chiefs, the team's longest streak. For Kyler Murray, yeah, he just showed up pretty much, and he was on his back. Uh, I don't I don't know if it was just really bad Cardinals or if the Chiefs have really done something on their defensive front, but they made Kyler, look, Kyler Murray look really bad. I'm not even going to say anything about game um, preparation and all that. I think the Chiefs came out to prove a point. Um, and I think they're going to be proving a point um, all season that, you know, Tyreek Hill, one man, does not stop a show. Um, all right, any any thoughts on that game, ladies, before I move on? No, ma'am. Um, I, I, I laughed so hard at Patrick Mahomes because you knew he was out to prove a point. Once he got that fourth touchdown, he turned to the defense and said, that's four, come on. I busted out laughing because I could not believe the arrogance. This boy – he is phenomenal. You can't you can't say anything against him because it does not matter. He he literally threw a pass um, to one of his receivers while he had a defensive uh, person wrapped around his waist, pulling him to the ground. This boy is phenomenal. You can't talk about him. It's nothing you can say bad about him because he's gonna always do what Patrick Mahomes does. Nothing you can say about Patrick Mahomes, and I. I hate to say it, it's week one, but but I cannot wait for the matchup, round three, Chiefs-Bills. I, I can't wait. I, I, that's that's what I'm waiting on. I, I, just, 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 just call it what it is. Um, but, yeah, the Chiefs, they, they are definitely on a mission here, as well as the Bills. Um, all right, then we had the uh, – Dale talked about it a little bit, his Raiders. They fell to the Chargers. Talk about the addition. We were talking about Von Miller being added to the Buffalo Bills defense. Talk about the addition of Khalil Mack. I knew this was going to happen. You have those two pillars on the outside for the Chargers. Both are on one side, Khalil Mack on the other. And Khalil Mack made David Carr's day on Sunday just a living hell. I mean, Poe Carr. But they did. They had they had some nice um, connections, David Carr and um, Devontae Adams. But the Chargers, they put it on them, 24-19. Um, Khalil Mack, he actually had three sacks in his team debut. All right. And then we had uh, the Giants talk about a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Um, the Giants, they ended up beating the Titans. I don't know who saw this one coming. But this goes back to what I was talking about with uh, Christian McCaffrey. You have a healthy back on your roster. Why don't you use him? Saquon Barkley is going to be a problem this year, y'all. For anybody who who doesn't believe that Saquon Barkley is the truth, he has been down for the past two seasons. He is ready to 
to prove and put himself back in top running back contention. Um, 18 rushes, 164 yards, a touchdown. He had 30 um, yards off of six receptions, but he had the go-ahead two-point conversion reception with one point um, with one minute and six seconds left. And you could just tell. Um, how enthused he was after getting that two-point conversion. It's like, y'all counted me out. Oh, please, please know that Saquon Barkley is back. Um, ladies, any thoughts on on the Giants uh, pulling out that game over the Titans? I'm definitely in 100% agreement with you. I have not seen Saquon Barkley look this good in a long time. He was phenomenal. Uh, and I, I didn't, I really didn't expect the Titans to lose to the Giants. I didn't, but I didn't realize that Saquon Barkley was back in in, in physical condition the way he was. That boy was. It, it's a, he's another one that is fun to watch. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you, ladies. I just couldn't believe it. You couldn't have told me that this would have happened, but it was wonderful. I just felt good for the Giants and Giants fans because they they have been uh, irrelevant for for so long. So, you know, who knows what they'll do the rest of the season. But that that was a good win for them. Um, All right, then we have the Vikings. They took down the Packers, uh, beating them 23-7. The Sunday night game, it was the Bucks over the Cowboys. Um, Again, the Cowboys, they did lose quarterback Dak Prescott to a thumb injury. He did have successful surgery on Monday. Um, And now instead of six to eight weeks, they are now thinking that it's going to be four weeks that Dak Prescott will be out. But I'm a little leery of that because, you know, are the Cowboys just trying to rush him back um, in order to – you know, try to save their save their season, season because of the backup quarterback they have. But I hope that Dak Prescott will take his own, um, you know, inventory within himself and be like, okay, listen, if he's not ready to come back in four weeks, then please don't come back. That's I, I'm a really need for him to do that. Um, but for Tom Brady, he is now seven and zero versus Dallas all time. For the Dallas Cowboys, this was the first. They're the first team under six points in a, to score under six points in a season opener since 1989, and this is their third straight season opening loss and the second straight to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, all right, and then we have our team. So, um, Boogeyman, I see that you want to talk about the Chiefs, so I'm gonna go ahead and just get through all the games, and that way, if we go through something else that you want to talk about, you can talk about that as well. Um, no, Tori, we haven't gotten to your team yet because, of course talk about the 49ers and that's going to be last okay anyway so saints falcons janelle just talk about it saints were able to pull it out with a 51 yard field goal 19 seconds left but the atlanta falcons had this game the whole game janelle go ahead um literally the first three quarters was ours i told you that defense that that the new additions that we've made to that defense looks phenomenal but they did what the falcons do they only played three quarters this is what they always do um you know everybody wants to talk about the fact that uh james winston woke up in the fourth quarter no he didn't wake up in the fourth quarter the the falcons defense went to sleep um, they had him held literally from the first three quarters. They they literally had him, but they did not make when when they saw that they were um, uh, that Jameis Winston was trying to do certain things. They did not make the proper adjustments. They they did not do what they were supposed to do, and this is what happens every year. Um, I wasn't. I and, and I told you I have no. I have absolutely no. Um, 
no uh, expectations for them this season, especially with Mariota being our our quarterback. Okay, um, it is is it's definitely different to watch a uh, to have a quarterback who's a moving quarterback. That that's definitely a different thing to watch. But he's still he's still a second string quarterback. I, I apologize for anybody who's a fan of his, but I'm just not. I'm definitely not a fan of his, but if we can get our defense to to play four quarters, I promise you, it it, it will be oh, an awesome thing to watch because the them first three quarters was amazing. But like I said, they did what they always do. They did absolutely nothing in the fourth quarter and allowed them to come back and win this game. Hmm. Falcons had them down 26 to 10 in the fourth. That was crazy. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. But yeah. Ain't Lou, any thoughts on the Falcons-Saints game? I told y'all that they was going to win. I didn't, think, I, thought it would, I didn't know it was going to be that close. But, you know, hey, a win is a win is a win. Just like a loss, just a loss is a loss. Yeah, shout out shout out to the Saints, though. I, I, I had picked them to win, um, and I'm, I'm pulling for Jameis. I really am because – He's gotten such a raw deal. You know, he, it, I don't want to say it's to the to the nature of Geno Smith, um, but there was such high expectations for Jameis when he was in Tampa Bay. And, you know, he, he just has that raw, um, you know, uh, baggage with him. With He throws as many interceptions as he does, you know, touchdowns or whatever. But I felt like once he got into a system that would access or accent his, um, you know, highlight his strengths, I figured he would be okay. But, again, this is another team where you have a whole new regime when it comes to the front office and the coaching staff. You just don't know how they're going to utilize them and what they're going to look like. I will say I'm also happy to see Michael Thomas um, back. Had five receptions, um, 57 yards. He had two touchdowns, and this was his first game back since 2020. So, you know, I know that this is your, you know, arch nemesis, um, Janelle. But, uh, uh, again, just um, happy to see Michael Thomas back, playing to a high level. Didn't really um, hear a lot about um, Kamara, Alva Kamara. Um, because that's because the defense had him shut down. That's what yeah. I'm telling you. And the only reason the only reason he got the yardage that he did get was because in the fourth quarter the defense fell asleep. This is what I'm talking about. Um, because I expected Kamara to be a problem, but and, and literally in that first quarter they were like, oh, no, you're not coming in here with that. So it's just it's amazing how how different a team can look from the first quarter to the last quarter. If they could learn to play four full quarters, it would be fantastic. I'm just I'm sick of looking at it. I really am. Well, you have um, what sixteen more games that hopefully you know I know they will they will hopefully they can get it together. I just hope they don't get it together week six. Okay, now um, moving on. <laughs> That's when my 49ers come to town, for those who don't know. All right, so, hey, Lou, let's move to your um, your team, your team's old team, new team. Um, Seahawks, they were able to pull it out, beating Russell Wilson's um, coming home party, beating them by one point, 17-16. Um, they had went 0-5 in primetime games last season, the Seahawks did. So for them to pull this out on Monday Night Football, that was, that was good for them. Um, but for the Broncos, um, McManus, they're – just 
uh, all-time kicker, you know, always on on point. Um, Brandon McManus, he missed a 64-yard field goal with 20 seconds left in the game. Now, of course, right after the game, um, Coach Hackett, um, Russell Wilson, everybody's saying that that was the right move. Yes, you know, they would do it time and time again. But after, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. but after a good night's sleep, Coach Nathaniel, he did, um, I'm sorry, Coach Hackett, he did come back and say, yes, it was a bad move. I probably should have went for the fourth and five. So I want to pose the question first to you, Aunt Lou. Um, who do you blame more for them not going for fourth and five, for them deciding to go with the field goal? Do you blame the coach or do you blame Russell Wilson um, for not – you know, saying, hey, listen, I don't think that's a good idea. If you're paying the man the money to be the man, in my opinion, I think that Russell Wilson is all in his purview to be like, uh, I don't think that's a good idea. You're dealing with a rookie head coach. Of course, you don't want to step on people's toes, but if this is what you brought me here to do, let's ride. Let me do what I do and get these five yards so that we can get closer to get a better field goal. But, you know, again, hindsight is twenty twenty. But, hey, Lou, um, we'll go with you first. Who do you blame, the coach or Russell Wilson? I blame both of them because, well, Russell, he should have stepped it up because, like you say, he's getting paid the big money. So sometimes you got to override the coach because they could, they should have gotten close. If the man is, hit a 61-footer, I don't, I wouldn't trust him trying to go for no 64. You know what I mean? And then, uh, I, but I got to give it to uh, uh, the, uh, the Seahawks coach. That Negro was all, he ain't even a Negro, but he was all up in the uh, in in our kicker's head because every time the kicker got ready to kick. They call a timeout, but that's the way you do it. You know what I mean? To get in their head, he was all up in that boy's head, and you know. But I just think they could have tried to get more yards, you know, because Russell's passing and everything was good. You know what I mean? He was he was on it with his you know with his passing and stuff, but it's just that it, it just didn't have that tenacity, uh, you know, where Seahawks came out there trying to prove something, and those babies did it. I have to give it to them. Today. <laughs> Who do you blame, Coach or Wilson? Uh, I'm with Mr. Sender. I, I blame them both. I blame the coach because that's a that was a, a decision that he he shouldn't have made, especially seeing as um, what their kicker was doing. He should have went ahead and let him let Russell Wilson get a little bit more, uh, get a little closer. But Russell Wilson should have stepped up, and, and him being a, 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 a seasoned quarterback, he should have stepped up and said, listen, I, I know what I'm doing. Let me do what I can do. I know I can get us closer. He should have said something. I, I'm i in total agreement. You know, again, a rookie coach. Um, so, of course, you know, you're trying to, you know, put your stamp on the team, uh, make your voice. You, you want to have the respect of your players. Um, but to have Russell Wilson and to have paid him the money that you've paid him. Um, I, then again, I don't know. Maybe I do blame Russell a little bit more because it, being in that position, knowing your capabilities, knowing that that's why they locked you up for the time, you know, for the for the extension because this is what you do. Let me do what I do, Coach, and uh, we can we can ride with the with the aftermath of that. But I think it would have been a lot easier to swallow to go for it on fourth and five and not get that than to go for a 64-yard field goal and, and not get that where you know that that's out of the realm of the kicker. So I think right. we would have to ride on the on the hat of, of Russell Wilson if he demanded, even if he would have went and called audible, Being, you know, because all he had to do was just say, go back, go back, we're staying out here. We're not going to do the, the field goal. But um, 
I don't know. So I kind of maybe I do put a little bit more on Russell Wilson because he is the seasoned vet in, in all of this. And, you know, as a coach, the only thing you're going to do is make the coach look better. You know, and if you don't, Russell Wilson is the type of person he will take responsibility. You know, he'd be like, okay, it might have been a bad call, but that's what I can do. That, and I know I could have done it for whatever reason. It didn't happen. So, um, and, and TJ, I have a couple of questions for you. Uh, these are the, the calls that they got in that red zone. That you know, uh, so when they it, it, got it, it just killed them. It killed them. Uh, but I'm sorry, I'm just losing it a little bit. But it killed them, and I want to know, like, uh, the delay of game. Isn't that the quarterback's uh, problem? Isn't he he's the cause of delay in the game? All of the – yes. Not necessarily he might not be the reason, but if there is a delay of game, I, I always say it's the quarterback's fault because that's his main job. You have to keep your eye on the clock. Yeah, okay. so either you call the timeout um, – yeah, call a timeout. If you don't have the timeout, then, of course, you know, you're going to have to hurry up and, and get to the line. But to me, I always feel like the delay of game is on um, is on the quarterback. Yeah. And the false starts, that's, that's just players just moving too fast. Right. So you can't, can you blame yeah, right. the quarterback for that or not? God ahead. You would have thought that they was, they was you and me and Janelle and Miss Terry on the field. We rookies. Yeah. <laughs> Tori says we don't know if he didn't. Oh, we don't know if he didn't. I don't think he did, though. Tori, he said um, you also don't want to divide the team if you constantly disagree with the coach. Well, I can understand if constantly disagreeing, but the the, the game's on the line right here, <laughs> and this is what you brought me to do. Um, I think they could have gotten over, it. and honestly, it probably would have given um, a little bit more credence to the coach. Um, who you know? Who's to say that the players had to know that Russell called an audible? I'm not saying bring attention to it, but um, I think if 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 the coach is not so hell bent on, you know, this is my team and I'm going to run this, and then you see that you're making bad decisions when you could have went to Plan B. Mm, I don't know, but um, yeah, I I don't know if if uh, you could see Russell Wilson going off of the field. And it was like, hmm, I'm not doing the fourth and five. Okay, yeah, I don't think Russell said anything, but I think that's because Russell is the type of player he's not going to 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 um, you know make waves because you know he he's not that just that type of person or that player. But uh, I I bet let's put. He said that if if that situation arose again, he wouldn't have any problem with the kicker coming out. Uh, let's see, we'll, we'll see about that. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. And yes, so I procrastinated long enough talking about my the, the my Forty uh, ers against the Bears. Um, like I said earlier, both teams had to play in this monsoon. Um, the screen was literally gray. That's how hard the rain was coming down. I am not going to put this on Trey Lance. I am not going to say that he is not ready. You know. I don't know too many um, too many quarterbacks with their first game, them being a rookie. Let's just call it let's call it what it is. He is a rookie. Um, could Patrick Mahomes maybe have done better in that? Perhaps. Uh, Justin Herbert. I'm remembering you know his first game out. He lit up the league. Um, could he have done better in in that type of um, atmosphere? Perhaps. But Trey Lance did not, and I am not going to crucify him because he looked absolutely horrible. My whole offense looked absolutely horrible um, on Sunday. Um, Debo Samuel, 
fumbling the ball. Okay, you say you want to be the man. You, you, you're getting your money. I'm going to need for you to hold on to the ball. Everybody knows that the ball is slick. Hold on to the ball. Now, he did make up for it with that touchdown. I'll give you that. But you shouldn't have turned it over in the first place. But, again, it's a monsoon out there. Um, penalties. We had like 19 penalties. Um, the defense, they just – I have to tip my hat to the, to the Bears. Justin Fields made the plays that needed to be played. How do you leave a man wide open when Justin Fields has been scrambling for five, six yards, and nobody saw this this wide receiver just open on the right-hand side of the field? Um, so we, we just gave the game away, offensive side and defensive side of the ball. But, again, weather had a lot to do with it. But also, again, the, the um, Chicago Bears, they had to play in the same weather. So we lost. Plain, plain and simple. And we got 16 more games to go. And I'm going to leave it at that. And right there, <laughs> right there, I'm going to leave it um, because we are going to go ahead and jump into our last break because on the outside of this, it will be time, it will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. And then Boogeyman, we're going to give him um, time to talk about it because I know he has a lot to say. So it is the triple threat in the house. It is time for roll call. Janelle, are you with me? Yes, ma'am. I'm in the house. Hey, Lou, what say you? Choo-choo, poo-poo, I'm here. It's the triple threat in the house, and football is back. Yes, we will be back right after the break. It's the ladies, LL Sport 2 with DJ. Mama can't help her, but it hurts to hear her calling. 
Brenda wants to run away. Mama say you're making me lose pay. And social work is here every day. Now Brenda's gotta make her own way. Can't go to a family, they won't let her stay. No money, no babysitter, she couldn't keep a job. She try to sell crack, but ends up getting robbed. So now what's next? It ain't nothing left to sell. So she sees sex as a way of leaving hell. It's paying the rent, so she really can't complain. Prostitute fans swing. And Brenda's the name, she got a baby. Brenda's Got a Baby, one of my all-time favorites from Tupac. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. And as I said, you know what the clock says. The clock on the wall says it is time. It is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. It is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, LL Sports 2. I have some NFL news for you. All three of our teams lost. None of them played like they were the balls. Losers! The 49ers failed to the Bears 10-19. to Their performance was lacking, if you know what I mean. Kittle didn't play due to a worn issue, leaving the rest of his team to rescue. 49ers had 12 penalties for 99 yards. Although they led in the second and third, this win was not in the cards. Saints beat the Falcons 27-26. The Falcons led the second and third quarter with no tricks. Saints came back from a 16-point deficit. Even with a new coach, they did it. Coach Arthur Smith said... They wrote their obituary in May. Who cares? We got 16 games to learn from this anyway. Russell and I fell to our old team. However, Geno Smith is living his dream. Geno was 17 of 18 for 164 yards in the first half. We have confidence in him, said W.K. Metcalf. Wilson was booed by his old fans. Boo, 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 boo. He just didn't accomplish his plans. We had plenty of chances to win, but the Seahawks' superb defense wouldn't let us in. 
Wilson was 29 of 42 for 340 yards and one touchdown. However, in the red zone, we were not sound. Wilson's performance couldn't silence the crowd. Shut up! So they just continued all night to boo loud. Boo! 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 <laughs> You were done. <laughs> ah, great job. Great job as always. Now before I bring in um Boogeyman, I did want to pose I did want to ask the question. Um, ladies, were you surprised at how bad they booed uh Russell Wilson? I was. I was I was surprised and I felt sorry for him. And I think he was surprised too if you looked at his face. Because, you know, he says he's a nice person. He says, I think he got a good heart. But there are people they just it's all about the money and like, boy, you done left us and this is it. You know, but I feel sorry for him. Danelle, were you surprised? I actually didn't get a chance to see that game at all. Yeah, they booed him ferociously. I was like, "Wow, talk about when uh, when they leave, he's just gone." I yeah, ten years. I, I would, I really wasn't expecting that. All right, let's go to the phone lines here. All right, let's see where I'm gonna start at. We don't mess through every darn thing. I'm gonna go with. Well, I'm gonna start so with Kansas City. We have to keep calling. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna start with Kansas City. People don't know. When Andy Reid was in Philadelphia, Donovan McNabb didn't have nobody until he got to uh, Owen. He got uh, he got the what they call a Swiss Army knife with Patrick Mahomes, and man, he gonna make it work. For the simple fact, he got the Mad Wizard right next to him, Andy Reid. So that's that's nothing. Everybody should be talking about this money that Kyler Murray got, but he only had basically one good year, and then he laid an egg. That's where everybody should be talking about about that game. Um, then we're going to go on to the Falcons. And you look at everybody. Uh, I forgot who said No, it didn't James. Then James, uh, James didn't play good. Yes, James did wake up that fourth quarter. Everybody ain't going to talk about that pass. They, they'll talk about everything else. Talk about They talked about Cooper Cup. When Cooper Cup them got demolished by uh, got demolished by the, um, by the Buffalo Bills, they ain't talk about they didn't talk about Diggs burning um, Jalen uh, Ramsey. They didn't talk about that, but they talk about Cooper Cup because he would a uh, triple crown. Look at look what uh, look what uh, old boy did to Jalen Ramsey. Look what uh, what Trayvon Diggs did to um, Ramsey. But we ain't, they ain't gonna talk about that. Um, James Winston, did you see that throw that he made to um, <clears throat> um what's his guy name um? The one from LSU, um, Odell Beckham, buddy. Oh no, not Michael Thompson. Oh, uh, Landry. The last Landry. one he made. Landry. Landry. Did you see that dime? He, did you see that dime he dropped? You couldn't throw that ball no further than that. So James, man, he's been my boy, and and James is five and two. No, he's six and two as a starter in um in um uh dang, New Orleans. He's six and two as a starter. He got hurt last year. Hi. The man, hey, he coming along. He coming along. Uh, who else am I talk about? Uh, we're gonna talk about Russell Wilson. And I tell y'all, ever since they took away the run and the defense from that team, Russell Wilson will get you some yards and stuff, but he will not get you no W's. Russell Wilson is a stat packer, and let Russ cook. Russ cooked another L. 
I blame him. But Russ only talked when Sierra make him talk. He, if Sierra would have gotten his head, hey, you better tell him go. Hey, he would have went to the coach. But he only talked when Sierra make him coach, when, when she make him talk. But as a leader of a team, you got that C on your chest. You look at all the great quarterbacks. Fourth and five, fourth and in the game is on the line. Man, they finna wave that kicker off. They gonna, man, they gonna raise hell out there on that field. They try to send the kicker out there. He just walked off the field like he, like a little kid on punishment. He made a little gesture like a kid do when they get mad, when they when they want to do something they can't do it. But, man, no, you're supposed to raise a little hell. You, you're the man on that team. So they just tell you he ain't got leadership skills? No, because a real leader would have been like, no, uh-uh, no, I ain't going to that. Y'all paying me this money right here? I'm going to try to win this game. We're going to win by me or we're going to lose by me. Um, who else me at? Uh, um, um, and like you said, Geno well, Smith. Real quick, I, I talked real about quick, uh, before, before you get out that, were, were you surprised that they booed him so bad in Seattle? No, no. Uh-uh. No, that's what fans do. Once you're gone, you wanted you. See, I can see if it was something like Peyton Manning. But you want it out of Seattle. You want it out. So guess what? You want it out? Get out. I ain't finna welcome you back in here. You want it out. So I, I expected that. Everybody was like, oh, because he a, he's a he's a um, poster child, he's a good guy. Them fans don't care about that. You want it out of our city, so boo, get out. He ain't going to welcome you back in your open arms. That's just like Brett Favre. When Brett Favre left Green Bay, he came back. You think they gave him a standing stand ovation when they put him in the ring? Oh, but when he came back playing with Minnesota, man, they booed the hell out of that man. He wanted he wanted out. Yeah, I just I don't think I remember the Patriots booing Brady, though. Did they? I, I, can't, I can't remember, but I, I don't think they did. No, you know, this so, Patriots fan, they, 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 they think Tom Brady God, so... Hell, they ain't gonna boo him. They think something happened to them, and you know how black folks get scared if you oh don't play with God. That's how they that's how they do Tom Brady. I'm about the, I'm about the only one you here to talk junk about Tom Brady. Okay, all right. Which one you want to talk about? But, uh, Tom, Go ahead, talk but, about Minnesota. Uh, let me see who else. No, I was saying you no. Know, Trey Lance, Trey Lance. You know, they're just uh, they're just game one. You know, this just everybody. Has, Look at the team that done lost. Look at how the Rams got destroyed. Look at how, uh, 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 um, what's it called, the Green Bay got destroyed. Look how the good teams got destroyed. What are now still going to be a, a playoff caliber team. They're going to be in contention. It just, it just, you know, you just got to take the Caldwells out this first game. So I, I'm not even worried about that. Um, you know, you had some mishaps with Debo fumbling the ball. Yeah, but, you know, things go there. And um, with nobody really thinking Justin Fields is going to play like he played. Even though you know he didn't have no spectacular game, he had a better game than Trey Lance. But you know it's football, so it's any given Sunday. You just can't underestimate nobody, and that's why I think they went in underestimating um, old boy. But they they bounce back. Uh, let's get on the Raiders. Agree. Uh, I'm gonna talk about the Raiders and um, Khalil Mack came back to Oakland. Like that right there, where he played them because, you know, John Gruden didn't think he was worth $100 million, so they got rid of him. And John Gruden thought he was worth $100 million. So he, I just knew he was going to raise all kind of hell, and that's what he did. But, um, you know, they'll, they'll um, play – the uh, Raiders, they'll be okay, though. Um, they're just in a tough division. They got – I would say in that division, 
you got uh you got the Chargers, you got Kansas City, you got the Raiders and um the the Broncos. Uh, y'all might not like what I'm gonna say, but the Broncos are gonna be the last and they're gonna be last in that division. For the simple fact is you bringing in Russell Wilson to a new situation, but every all the other teams, you know, they're used to that stuff. They're used Get to they know the play line. Good Get off no, I'm, 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 hey, see, that's the thing about people. They, they'd they rather hear a pretty lie than the ugly truth. But watch what right. I tell you. <laughs> oh, I'm to use and that Russell Wilson made the biggest mistake of his life because why you want to go to that? Out of all the divisions in football, you want to go to that powerhouse division where you know you got to play Patrick Mahomes twice. You got Justin Herbert twice. Man, come on. You got, you got Derek Carr. Derek Carr ain't no pushover. He just had a, a, a jackass coach with John Gruden. But, so that's that's the that's the best division in football. Yeah, it is, Boogeyman. You're right, and maybe that'll make him step it up. Yeah, he get some stats like he always do, but they ain't gonna turn the wins. Because guess what? He was winning when when the when the NFC West was weak, when the Rams was nobody, and San Francisco was running around with them jackass coaches. Oh, he was the man over there. But when look what happened when them teams got finally got together. He was a he was a um he was a man he was a man on the outside looking in, and then he wanted to leave. But when they were talking about let Russ cook when he was winning, and when the other teams in that division wasn't hitting on nothing, oh he was a man over there. But when the other teams got good, oh he had a haul ass. Well, but don't don't forget too now it wasn't really Russ, Russell Wilson that was the key to that to that engine. Now that's when they had Marshawn Lynch who was that's, running the mess out that ball, that's and I'm that's saying. when they had the vision to move. So in the yes, other what point, I'm saying is they they got rid of all that right there to do the yeah, last cook, and then what happened when they let Russ cook? They well, got rid of all that. Oh, and and Paul Ryan guy. He he had what? Said you can't cook by yourself. All he had was the bowl. He didn't have no spoon, no other ingredients. Well, you know, he didn't have nothing what? to put in the bowl. He just had the bowl. Uh, he 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 had a stat. He had Tyler Lockett. He had he had some guys over there. He, 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 hey, look at all, look at the stats he had. But they just want to turn into no, no playoff win. He'll win a playoff game here and there. Like I said, the division was bad then when he was doing that. When the division got good, what happened? Cause like that, we ain't just gonna say now he was doing that right there. He was doing that because he was winning. He was winning without when they got rid of the division of boom. But y'all division, y'all had what? Who y'all had that old uh, uh, coach from Oregon came over there. Then the coach after him came. Uh, yeah, we had, had yeah, the, um, and then we had the interim coach from when we when we let go of right. um, Harbaugh, and yeah, we 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 went through a little uh, right. merry go round. Yeah, y'all so, went through that mm-hmm. right up, but guess what? And that's what Russell Wilson was doing. What Russell Wilson do? Yeah, I mean, but, it's gonna, uh, like it's gonna I said, be hard for him to win. Y'all be four in that division, so, that's for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. He's gonna be the fourth team in that division. Yeah, I hear you. I don't believe you. No, you don't believe it when you see it. You're going to be like, dang. <laughs> All right, I think that's it for tonight. Uh, I don't think I don't cover all y'all. Tom Brady, oh, they're going to play these Saints this week, though. So, Saints get up under his skin because they match up to what's good. But, hey, it's football. Any given Sunday. That's right. Football is back. That's what we worried about. All right, Boogie, as always, thank you so much for calling in. And sharing your thoughts. No problem. <laughs> Bye now. Thank you, Boogie Man. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two. 
four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. All right. So we have um, the. Uh, hold on, I want to address somebody here. Andre. Um, let's see. Uh, he says, "Can you say something? Sure. Go ahead and type on the timeline, or if you want to uh, call us up." You know, we just ask that everybody be respectful because we all have opinions, and I love to hear everybody's opinion. Um, but, no, it's not just for uh, women. Just women are holding down the um, – we host the show. All right? So, AFC, Players of the Week, we have the Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he won Offensive Player of the of the Week. For the Defensive Player of the Week for the AFC, it was Steelers uh, safety, Mika Fitzpatrick. Um, for special teams of the week for the AFC, it was Browns kicker Cade York. Um, I'm sorry, Janelle, did you want to comment anything on the um, 49ers and Bears game or any of that what we just talked about? No, I I, I was worried um, when I found out that Kittle was out. Uh, how long is he supposed to be out? Do you know? Well, his temp it, it's uh, we don't know if he's gonna be back Sunday when we play the. Um, it's tentative, Seahawks. Yeah. Okay. So it's tentative. They haven't said yes or no. He didn't practice today, though. I do know that. It's a groin injury, so that's a little tricky. I know one thing, we're 2-8. and eight. In the last 10 games, we are 2-8 and eight when he's out. We're only 1-2. Yeah. But it's uh, 347-826-7924, Andre. And uh, you got about... Two minutes because we got to get to our picks too. So go ahead, give us a call. Um, but yeah, so hopefully he'll be back. I'm hoping that they kept him out because they knew how the weather was going to be, and they knew we could probably get away, you know, with game one. But a divisional matchup coming up, you know, and we all know how divisional matchups go. It don't matter what your record, it don't matter who's playing, we're coaching or whatever. Divisional matchups are always tough. So I'm hoping they were just keeping him out because of, um, you know, keeping him, trying to get him ready for for Sunday. Um, all right, then we have the NFC Players of the Week. On the offensive um, offensive player was Giants running back Saquon Barkley. Shout out to him. Defensive Player of the Week, Seahawks linebacker Yukina uh, Nuasa. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. And then Special Teams NFC Player of the Week, Eagles cornerback Zach McPherson. All right. Um, so what I do want to talk about here, ladies, uh, oh, so real quick, here's some news and notes that we definitely want to go over. So for the quarterback uh, for the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, he is, like I said, recovering successfully from surgery. He fractured his thumb in uh, Sunday's loss to the Bucks. They are saying um, they had anticipated six to eight weeks at first. Now they're saying four weeks. Um, so they're not going to place him on IR. Ladies, I wanted to pose the question, do you think <laughs> – um, Four weeks. Does that sound a little rushed to you um, that he could possibly be back from a thumb injury? And if he is ready four weeks, do you really think he should be playing? Whoever wants to answer. Uh, I think that's too I definitely quick. think that's too soon. Yeah, too quick. Um, Aunt Lou, I heard you first, so Aunt Lou and then Janelle. And you didn't let me comment on your team, 49ers. Okay. So don't Okay. So I think it's too soon for him to return. I don't know what happened to your 49ers. Uh, I really don't because I just knew that, that they were going to come through. That's all i got to say. Yeah, I'm sure you knew they were going to come through like you thought the Broncos were going to come through with the Seahawks. So. so did. <laughs> we both did, okay. 
Golly. But, um, okay, so oh, go ahead, Janelle. Four weeks, too soon? It is. I think that's too soon. I think they need to. But I understand, especially with it being the beginning of the season and uh, them trying to prove a point um, and make their, make their way this year. But I just, I think that's too soon, and I think that they're going to be rushing him. And they, I honestly think that it's going to end up uh, doing worse damage than what's needed when you can just let him sit out for these six weeks. I totally agree. I mean, either you sink or, or maybe try to go and get somebody, go in, in, in a trade and go get somebody who can who can keep the Cowboys afloat. But I hope that Dak Prescott does what's good for Dak Prescott. I hope if after four weeks he realizes, eh, I might not need to go, then he goes ahead and does the, the six to eight weeks. But um, I think it's going to be up to him because if the, if, the, if the doctor says he can go in four, then Jerry is going. And when will Jerry go sit down? My goodness. Okay, anyway, 347-826-7924. All right. Good news for the You know he ain't going to sit down ever. Exactly. And that's the problem. That's why they will never be winners. Okay. Um, Good news for the Steelers, though. Linebacker T.J. Watt, he suffered a torn pec muscle, but he did not tear the tendon. So good news for him. They are expecting or optimistic that he could be returning midseason because the Steelers' defense is a totally different makeup without T.J. Watt. But Minka Fitzpatrick is the truth. Oh, my goodness. And I forgot that they had um, Miles Jack from – from uh, Jacksonville's glory days. So uh, I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be able to go be okay. And running back Najee Harris, um, he was dealing with a foot injury, but they're saying he should be back in the lineup uh, come for Sunday against the Patriots. Uh, bad news for my 49ers, running back Elijah Mitchell, knee injury. He was placed on IR, so they're saying he's supposed to be missing about two months. I tell you, we have a revolving door when it comes to running backs, but we should be okay um, you know, with um, with having Elijah out. Uh, for the Buccaneers, wide receiver Chris Godwin, he suffered a hamstring strain. Um, they're saying that he's probably going to be missing some extended time. For the Ravens, corner um, cornerback Kyle Fuller, he is out for the season, a torn ACL. Um, also tackled Jawan James, he suffered a torn Achilles um, in the win Sunday versus the Jets. And for the Chargers, we know the Chargers and Chiefs, they will be matching up on tomorrow night, the first uh, Thursday night football game that will be airing on uh, Prime TV, Prime Video. Wide receiver Keenan Allen, he's dealing with a hamstring injury. Um, He is set to miss the game on Thursday. And also kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs, Harrison Butler, he will be ruled out um, Thursday night as well. All right. And... uh, all right, so we might have to put postpone this, this story here, ladies, because it is 20 minutes till, and we have to make sure that we make time. So, Janelle, you missed it last week. Terry will miss it this week. But, you know, this is my favorite time. Okay, it's been so long, you know, normally I um I cut it off or I turn it down, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I had to let it play. 
Let the music play. You won't get okay. Anyway, okay. Box Judy. <laughs> I, you know, every time you play that song, I can't do nothing but put a smile on my face and shake my head. You're so out of control sometimes. <laughs> oh goodness! It, you are in control. <sighs> I tell you, about that music. All right, so our picks. Week one, Terry and I tied. We were nine and seven. Ain't Lou, you were right on our heels at eight and eight. And Janelle, just it was a bad week, just five and eleven. So it's okay. It's only week one. We have time to turn this turn this baby around. All right. So let's go ahead, ladies. Ooh, I thought week one was hard. My goodness. Here we go. Week two, kicking it off Thursday night. Chargers at the Chiefs. Who y'all got? Chiefs. The Chiefs. Hmm. You know, Justin Herbert really plays well in Kansas City. But I think I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs as well. All right. So, clean sweep. We all rolling with the Chiefs. All right. Then we have the Monday games, 1 o'clock, Dolphins at the Ravens. You mean the Sunday game? That's what I meant. What did I say? Monday. Monday. Oh, there's two games on Monday. I forgot. Sunday, 1 o'clock. Dolphins or Ravens, huh? Ravens. I, I think I'm going to go with the Ravens, too. I don't know too much about Dolphins right now. Mm, first game on the road. I, I believe that, that Lamar Jackson is really going to be out to prove something, um, especially with that, uh, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but we will talk about it next week, the fact that he turned down that contract. I'm rolling with the Ravens, too, so I think it's a clean sweep. We're all going with the Ravens. All right, then we have the Jets at the Browns. The Browns. Browns. Oh, I can't believe I just said that. Browns are getting down. The Brownies, and they have their new little logo, the elf in the middle, too. Uh-oh, they're going to be out to prove something. Okay, that's a clean sweep. We are rolling with the Browns. All right, then we have Washington at the Lions. Washington. Yep, I'm going with, the, with Washington. All right. This is going to be the last time. But I'm rolling with the Lions. The fact that they came back, they were down like 17 points, and they almost pulled it out. They're going to be home again. And, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Lions one more week. Okay, so the ladies are going with Washington. I'm going with the Lions. All right, then we have the Colts at the Jaguars. The Colts. Some about these Jaguars. Matt Ryan is the only difference with the Colts, but they just don't seem to win. I'm rolling with the Jags. All right, so y'all going with with the Colts. All right, I'm rolling with the Jags. All right, divisional matchup, Bucks at the Saints. Bucks. Oh, I said I'm going to go. That's going to be a good game because they both are one and one right now. I think I'm going to go with the Bucks too, even though the Saints are at home. All right. Uh, new coaching staff. Jameis is healthy, but they always play the Bucks good. I'm rolling with the Saints. All right. Who that nation? All right, y'all. This should be a good one, I think. Panthers at the Giants. Wait, T.J. Giants. Wait, the bu- wait, wait. Stop for a minute. Isn't uh, my boy... Uh, Brady is with the Bucks, right? 
Okay, okay, yeah, I'm going to stay with you. All right, so, TJ, I'm sorry. I just had to get that out. No worries. Panthers at the Giants. Uh, Is it a fluke? Are the Giants for real? What do y'all say? What do you say, Janelle? I'm going to say Giants. I said Giants. Okay. I was probably talking too much, and I talked over. I'm sorry, Janelle. Okay, that's a clean sweep. I think I'm rolling with the Giants, too. Baker Mayfield, I just don't think he's I don't think he's going to be the one to do it. But then again, and I I think the running game for the Giants is going to destroy the uh, defensive line for the, for the Panthers. So, yeah, I'm rolling with the Giants. That's a clean sweep. All right, then we have the Patriots at the Steelers. 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 All right, that's another clean sweep. Oh, Patriots, where, where did the – the, the how they the mighty have fallen. All right, that's a clean sweep. We're all going with the Steelers. Um, I think I know who's going who here, but uh, we got four o'clock games. The Falcons at the Rams. Rams. Do I have to answer? You already know where I'm going. No, I just thought you might want to say it, but I know you're going with the Falcons. No, I will never. I will never bet against my team. I don't care who they playing. Whatever. I already know. I, that's why I already had it put in. I ain't even had to fill it in this time. Okay. So Aunt Lou and I, we are rolling with the Rams. I think um, they're going to try to get off that uh, embarrassment that they put on Thursday night. But we'll see. Now, that Falcons defense, it is it's nothing to play with now. It should be a good game. All right. Then we have a divisional matchup, Seahawks at the 49ers. Oh, that's your little young boy with old Gino. I'm going to go with Gino now. Gino, Seahawks, Seahawks, T.T. I'm struggling with this one because the last time y'all played the Seahawks won, but I'm still going with the 49ers. All right, Janelle and I rolling with the Niners. Ain't Lou going with the Seahawks chickens. All right. Div- <laughs> oh, no, it's an division matchup, but this should be a good game. Well, maybe not. Bengals at the Cowboys. Bengals. Bengals. Right, that's a clean sweep. Then we have the Texans at the Broncos. Broncos. The Texans. Broncos. All right, I think I'm rolling with the home team. So, Aunt Lou and I going with the Broncos. Janelle's got the Texans. All right, then we have the Cardinals at the Raiders. That's going to be a good game. I don't even know. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I did the Raiders last week. They lost. I don't know. How are the Cardinals looking? Because I didn't. How are they looking? Go with your first mind, Aunt Lou. Cardinals. Janelle? Uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Their defense is all right. I'm rolling with the Raiders, home team. All right. Then we have Sunday night game, Bears at the Packers. Packers. They lost, though, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Plus, the Packers have um, Lazard and, like, a bunch of other folks that's, that's on injury reserve right now. Oh, they are? I don't, but the problem is, I don't know. Um, I don't know about them Bears, though. I'm going to give Aaron a chance. Let me go with the Packers. All right, that's a clean sweep. Then we got two Monday night games. First, 7-15, Titans at the Bills. Hey, yo. The Bills? Hot. They hotter than hot. 
All right, that's a clean sweep. Now this one, Vikings at the Eagles. That's gonna be a good game, yeah. <sighs> difficult, difficult, difficult. Um, Vikings. Uh, my first mind is saying Vikings, but I'm going with the Eagles. Hmm. I'm just the opposite. My mind is saying going with the Vikings, but I think I'm going to roll with the home team. I'm going with the Eagles. Hey, Lou? Oh. That's what I just said. I, I, my mind was saying Vikings, but I'm going to go with the Eagles. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I meant to say the other way. My my mind is saying go with the Eagles, but I'm going to go with the Eagles because my mind is saying that. I was going to put the Vikings, though, because they look good, but the Eagles are at home. Eagles look good, too, though. Yeah, they both won in zero. Anybody, anybody, move Vikings. I'm gonna go Vikings. Okay, Janelle, you said the Eagles, though. Yes, she did. Are you trying to confuse me? Yes, she um, did. Probably. I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. I said the Eagles. Okay. So you and I are going with the Eagles, and Lou, you're going with the Vikings, correct? Yes, ma'am. Right. Then those are our picks for week two. And that's the show, ladies. Hey, it's time for your shout-out. Janelle, you're up first. Um, obviously, I want to give a shout-out to Miss Terry. I'm sorry I missed her. Um, but she's always on my mind. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Marlon. I'm putting out the bat symbol, the bat signal, sir. Let's let's hop to it. Um. I'm going to give a shout-out to Miss Lucinda um, and and Miss Denise. I love you ladies so much. I really do. Um, and I appreciate all that you do for my friend because she, she is just everything. Uh, TJ, I just love you so much. I really do. I, I appreciate all the hard work that you have to go through to put the show together. And uh, even with all of that, you still manage to um, check up on us when we miss it in action. So I, I just... Uh, you are, are are the epitome of what a friend is supposed to be, and that's why I refer to you as my sister. I love you so much. And I love you right back. I love you. I love you. Hey, Lou, you're up. Oh, uh, no, I don't think there's no birthdays. I don't have my calendar with me. We're not going to worry about it. But I'm going to say, Miss Terry, wherever you are, I miss you. I'm missing you. So come on back, Dorothy. Uh, and because uh, there's no place like home, like LL Sports too. Uh, Janelle, 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 you're such a swell gal. I thank God for you. I'm glad you're back with us. You know, it's like y'all alternations, and I'm, I'm tired of y'all alternating. Y'all need to come on up in here before I have to start sending out uh, security. Uh, but I'm just glad that you're here supporting TJ because I know she'd be missing you when you're gone because, you know, Terry and I, we try, but you know how that works. What do I want to say about my sweetie poo, sweet, precious niece? Keep on doing what you're doing, girl. We had a lot of dialogue tonight. All these people coming on, it was great. So you keep doing what you're doing because your time, your days are numbered. And uh, before you know it, we're going to be syndicated. Love you. (laughs) Yeah. I love you, Aylo. Thank you so much for me. For all of your support, um, you know, Lucinda's lyrics, everybody looks forward to it. And um, 
just, you know, everybody brings something different to the show, and that's what makes it LL Sports, too. I love you, ladies. Until next week, God willing, y'all be blessed. Be blessed, ladies. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. That is the triple threat in the house: Janelle, Aunt Lou, and TJ. All right. So let's see. Wednesday, Wikipedia for September the fourteenth. Can you believe it? We are already almost halfway through the month, but we're only in week two of the season. Okay, that makes me happy. Nineteen ninety. Ken Griffey, senior and junior of the Seattle Mariners. They hit back-to-back home runs off California Angels pitcher Kirk McCaskill in the first inning. The Angels won the game 7-5. to five. And in 1994, it was announced that the season was over for the National Baseball League on the 34th day of the players' strike. The final days of the regular season were canceled. Baseball owners had voted 26-2 in favor of ending the season. The result was a year with no World Series for the first time since 1904. All right? So that's your Wednesday Wikipedia for September the 14th. All right? Shout out. Um, birthdays today, Nas turns 49, Jimmy Butler of my former Chicago Bulls, he's now with the Miami Heat, turns 33, and Deshaun Watson turns 27 today. So happy birthday to them. And the music, uh, musical, um, uh, the music tonight came from uh, Tupac. Again, we lost him September 13, 1996. All right. Uh, of course, a great big shout-out to everybody who tuned in on Facebook. Thank you so much. And y'all um, always hit us up on the timeline. You can call us up. Make sure that you press the number one when we get towards the end. It's a little hard to bring you in because we do have to get our picks in. And we want to make sure that we do it in a timely fashion because we want to thank you for giving us two hours of your time. All right. So y'all just make sure you call us up between 8 and 930. <laughs> 945, how about that? But thank each and every one of you for tuning into the show tonight. As I always say, tell a friend and tell a friend, tell a friend about your girls on Wednesday night. Whether you listen two minutes, 20 minutes, two hours, we thank you. We love you for the support, all right? Shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to the Chambers brothers, Harold and Marvin Chambers. Uh, happy birthday shout out to my cousins, Sonia Suggs and Yolanda Allen. They will be celebrating their 51st birthday on Friday, September the 16th. Of course, a great big shout-out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics, um, and, of course, to Janelle for rounding out the triple threat tonight. Shout-out to Terry. We missed her. She said she um, she hit me up. She had to work late tonight. I think she was texting me, but I can't read the text and, and, and communicate on Facebook as well. So shout-out to you, Terry. We missed you. And she's going to have her picks in to us later on tonight, ladies. All right. Of course, um, a shout-out to my daddy. I want to wish him a happy anniversary. He'll be celebrating his anniversary on um, Friday as well, the 16th. And, you know, this is the prime example when, you know, sometimes you just don't need to listen. Go with, as we always say, go with your inner gut. Go with your gut. Because if my daddy would have listened to me, I thought it would have been a year. Who do I, what did I know? Fifteen years in. <laughs> So happy anniversary to you, Daddy. I love you. And happy, um, just a shout-out to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. I love you, fellas. And last but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green, for everything you do for me and for LL Sports, too. All right? So that is going to do it for the show tonight. We'll be back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 347-826-7924. All right? So that leaves us time with only one more thing. That is TJ's motivational moment. Um, tonight... I just want to 
Um, you know, I always say I'm, I'm very transparent on this show, and a lot of times the motivational moment may not always be, you know, I do hope that it reaches, um, reaches one, teaches one, but sometimes the motivational moment is for me, you know, and I just have to remind myself or, you know, encourage myself. How about that? But, you know, um, I'm happy to say that I have been in love. I can say I've honestly been in love twice in my life. And it was in my earlier years, I'll say, um, my high school sweetheart, and uh, in my, you know, early to late 20s. Um, but since then, you know, it's just been, you meet some nice people, but it just hasn't been that that love. So I know what love looks like, and I know what love doesn't look like. So this motivational moment is just to share with you, um, you know, never let someone take you out of who you are. If you find yourself being caught up in a relationship, in a situation where, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with making sacrifices. There's nothing wrong with making changes for yourself for the better because we always want to be striving to be better versions of ourselves. But when someone is trying to muzzle you, when they're trying to suppress what makes you you, um, when they're trying to, like you said, take what makes your innermost you away, that's not for you. And baby, that is not love. So I just want to encourage everyone um, you know what you're dealing with, um, and you know if it, if it, like I said, if it's getting to the point, or if it's at the point, or if it's taking you to the point where it removes you from from who you are, it's time to go. You know, and I've just I was recently reminded of why I, I, I you know I waited a little bit too long, but I did make the right decision for me. Sometimes you doubt yourself. Sometimes you think, oh, you know, well, what's this common denominator issue? But guess what? If it takes you from you, it's it's not for you. You have to be, you are only going to be your best self when you are who God intended for you to be. So I leave you with tonight's quote. I'm sorry, verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. Love is kind. It endures. It never ends. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others, be good to yourselves, but most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.